Westlove. Go. It's that time again. We're live from the basement. I hope you're excited too, man, because we got some special, 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 special this week. This episode, is it going to be this week? We got How many episodes are we going to put out? I got a special interview to, man, to share with you guys this time around. Um, but first, before we jump into that, let's take a trip. Or at least I'm assuming we're taking a trip to the DMV. Well, my man, Chris Allen, the name of the song's called Mumbo Sauce Dreams. Now, what do you know about motherfucking Mumbo Sauce? What do you know about motherfucking Mumbo Sauce? I know a thing or two about Mumbo Sauce. I made Mumbo Sauce once. It's a, it's a DMV thing, man. You should look it up. <laughs> let's check out, let's check out Chris Allen, man. Ah. The name of the song is Mumbo Sauce Dreams. Let's get it. Episode ninety one, live from trapping. the basement. <laughs> Good man. Truth be told, I might never change. I might never fade from the second page. Front page wouldn't feel the same. And the kids been hot since 11th grade. You blowing O's, let them fade away. You hitting shows, they gon' make you pay. You say you want, but we make the same. Except I'm running plays every other day. These bammers lie on their family name. I don't understand, I just play the game. Can't pretend I ain't dodging pain. I've been dodging neighbors, strolling from the train. You're up Roman, do not look the same. Your PG County cannot keep you safe. Your VA beaches ain't even built the same. I got inner city in my DNA. And I was down for a long time. You could tell I'm the wrong one. I'ma smile cause the crib mine. Come around if you want some. Off the brown, poppy, grab the pound. He gon' break it down with the young ones. Southeast with intentions. To never fall without making fun. I let it go. I'm on a roll from Bennett Road to the globe. All I know is on my soul. Ain't no limits. Nah. No, put my dreams on big screens. If it's pressure, it's on me. All my partners, major league, biggest me with wildest swing. Can't pretend I was smart when I was young. Was so dumb off the gas. I was lost. I just couldn't hold on. I got demons from northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast, DC. I got visions of running away with all these mumbo sauce dreams. High key, I've been on the low, getting bigger in a circle, small. Fly high, learning off the dope that the dope. Open shit, it always come with quotes. Price bigger, I'm a nice shifter. Let the hours pass while I run it up. See the club, I'ma fuck it up. If I see the plug, I'ma throw it up. 2020 vision, pen and clearest pictures, screaming fucking image. This is for my niggas, got an older mental by my residential. Shorty showing dentals on the city night. Love the city and she see the city lights. I feel indifferent, still I tend to wonder if she love a nigga or she love the city life. Spitting image of my hope and rental vision. I let it go, I'm on a roll from Bennett Road to the globe. All I know is on my soul, ain't no limits, nah, no, put my dreams on big screens, if it's pressure, it's on me, all my partners, major league, biggest me, with wildest swing, can't pretend I was smart when I was young, was so dumb, off the gas, I was lost, I just couldn't hold on, I got demons from northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast, DC, yeah, I got visions of running away with all these mumbo sauce dreams, yeah, you doubt of me, probably proud of me, gotta be, I can see millions in front of me, Part of me, party with millionaires, honestly. My joggers is dirty as Uber seats. Moving and cooling, I'm showing their youth that the proof is improvement. Repeating is losing creative. The gang in the district, the movements is niggas with koofies and butters been born. Hey, I dude man Allen Island on Facebook man look up Chris Allen uh, Mumbo Sauce Dreams man you get all the information you need man I am pumped yo yo man that's how we kick it off man uh, shouts to Chris Allen shouts to DC shouts to the whole DMV man shouts to Mumbo Sauce man cause only only one place that Mumbo Sauce could come out of the really really real deal Shouts to Chris Allen. 
Yo, man, been um been thinking a lot about uh about what uh last episode and and uh man been getting some good feedback. Shouts to my man Elvin Latingua for uh, for hitting me up, man. It's we got we got a lot of you diehards out there, and I appreciate uh, Elvin. I appreciate you reaching out directly uh, with some good feedback, some ideas, man. Uh, I love it when people take the time to listen. If you guys got any ideas you want to throw in, you want to get, you want to call in. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, man, let's let's move this thing. We're gonna keep moving no matter what. We're just gonna keep it moving. Uh, we got so much music at all times now, man. We just we gotta share it. And talk about it and talk about what's going on in the in the world and all that shit. So I was reading this article today, man, uh, about uh, about cashless stores. There's a couple stores that have been popping up around um, where they just don't they don't take cash. Everything is is Apple or Android Pay or. Um, you know, credit cards. And I've been looking around, and, and the, the general consensus seems to be uh, this ain't going to work for low-income people. Because who carries a fucking credit card? Everybody who's low-income has cash. Because I remember, you know, when you're struggling, when, you ha- when, you're, when you're going on $100 in your bank account or $50 in your bank account, uh, you're pulling that shit out in cash. You're not fucking around with no credit card. Let alone having credit for a credit card. That said... I think there's something to be said about that shift. Um, everybody's going digital at this point. Uh, I think it's a matter of time before the cards themselves are out. You know, uh, we're seeing the chips. We're getting to the point where now it's almost too straight up fingerprint biometric type shit where it's not, it doesn't even matter. Um, you know, when we're looking at that, when we're looking at Apple Pay or Android Pay, when you're doing this from your phone, you have a machine that has all of your shit on it at all times, including the numbers that you have in your bank account. It's getting to the point where money is completely insignificant. And that's when we should start being worried, not about low income people having uh, access to buy things at a store, uh, because that'll come. The, the, the economy will shift. People will shift. Technology will shift to make it available. Yes, right now, uh, cashless stores, if it's not, if it's not going to make money, then they're not going to do it. Period. Be patient. Stop jumping to conclusions. We will get there. You know, <laughs> uh, yo, man, when we come back, we're going to jump into the, uh, to the, uh, MC Shan interview. Um, I wanted to throw something down real quick this week. It's very, very, very little thought out. Um, I was most interested in getting that interview to you guys. We got a couple other ones. I think that we haven't delivered. Maybe that's the last one. Oh, we got cool DJ red alert or no, I'm sorry. Cool DJ Herc, uh, the original, uh, the inventor, the, the granddaddy, um, That'll be after this, uh, after this, after this interview. Uh, but first, we're gonna hit MC Shan and do. Let me tell you. Uh, well, we'll come back. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Before we do that, let's like, let's check out February. This is the January twenty eighth freestyle, though. You feel it? You feeling that? Yo, that sample. Woo! Come on. episode 91 man it's live in the basement only one place you're gonna find this type of good music let's go fuck you i'ma just take me a ride puts out the stress and then i got a lot of shit on my mind don't you hate when niggas be thinking that they better than you but people seem to be blind to what's embedded in you and it's crazy how people treat you without money and status like people craving full acceptance like that shit work magic i seen a ton of people change their mind body and face i just feel an empty void in the insecure place but i say fuck it why cause them niggas really pussy it's scared to live their life too worried about who looking and you can quote this line it's for all the peeping times you can suck my dick criticizing every rhyme like what he saying what he do he really believe in that i'm not gonna support a nigga but i'm gonna replay the track and if he ever blow and i'm hoping to god he don't i can ride the wave and potentially sink the boat you see i'd rather ride a short bus and be in it for a long ride you'd rather ride a wave and be gone if it's a low tide and i don't need a cosign like calculus nigga 
nigga But I'ma keep doing numbers for you mathematical niggas Matter of fact, here's an equation, you can add this shit up Two or more niggas' opinions equals zero fucks And I won't bust, cause nigga, I ain't coming too fast Taking my time with this shit like I done saved it for last But listen, I don't think you niggas see what I'm on, I'm on that If you don't like it, then bitch, leave me alone, I'm on that I know you see it, bitch, cause you got eyes with all that fake ass love And the hate in disguise, I'm on that God help me, it's a struggle for me All I do is speak my truth while people coming for me And God on that Nigga, why you questioning me? You know how many people died and did nothing for me Keep your head up It's February, man Damn Short and sweet, man Sometimes you ain't gotta have that shit be four minutes to pull through Fire, man. Check out my man February at Finesse February on Twitter. Uh, that's Finesse February with an E in the Feb. <laughs> As always, man, you could check the lists. We link uh, to all the music from uh, the show description here. So make sure you check us out at livefromthebasement.com or just check us out on Anchor. Uh, anywhere that you can find the Live from the Basement podcast, check out the description. We got a link direct to these artists. Now, let's jump into this uh, this MC Shan interview, man. I'm telling you, man, this I, I had to go back and listen. It's been, what, a year and a half, maybe longer since we did it. Um, we've spoke to a few people, man. We spoke to uh, uh, Paris Smith from, um, from EPMD. We spoke to Young MC. We spoke to, there was a few, few artists that we handpicked from the early days in the 80s, early 90s. Uh, we spoke to uh, Treacherous before this, but we did this, uh, we had this whole segment uh, and we packaged it for the 80s. Um, and we're just going to jump into it. Uh, pay attention, man, to what this man's saying. It is straight up dropping knowledge for your ass on Live from the Basement with myself, Major, and Mola One, man. Uh, we'll catch you on the flip side of this interview, man. We'll play a little bit more tones. began with a woman named Cindy Campbell. Cindy lived at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx. She had a birthday coming up and said to her little brother, why don't you play music at my birthday party? August 11th, 1973. Cindy's little brother, a guy named Cool DJ Hurt stopped doing graffiti. He was a graffiti writer first. Then he went into b-boy. Then his sister asked him, can you play some music at my party? He said, all right. They went down to the community center and Cool Hurt began playing James Brown. He would only play the break. The more records got the same breakup in it. I wonder if I put you back to my side. They're waiting for this particular break, and I have a couple more records got the same breakup in it. I wonder how would it be if I put them all together. And I told them, I said, I'm gonna try something new tonight. I'm gonna call it a miracle. So he would get on, play a, a one, two, three, four, hit it, boom, boom, pop, boom, boom. This is James Brown. Jamming with the jammers, rocking with the rockers, cool, hurt, 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 hurt. The break would get to a point where the break would end. Cool Herc would lift the needle up, drop it back on the beginning. A one, two, three, four, hit it. Boom, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, boom. A one, two, three, four, hit it. Boom, boom, ba, boom, boom. I'm rocking with the rockers. Boom. A one, two, three, four, hit it. This went on fire. What's going on? So tell us, hip hop set out in the park. Yep, and they used to do it out in the dark. Come on, man. (laughs) Y'all already know. Yeah, man. So, Shan, so we paying tribute, man. We going back trying to educate some of these youngsters, man. We got a lot of a lot of young listeners, man, that need to get brought up to speed, man. But. Won't you so oblivious to to, to 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 the things that made them get a check in the first place? Correct, exactly. 
Very true. 100% on point. So, man, what's your first memory of hip-hop, man? Like, what's the first thing you remember doing or your first involvement? What I remember is... You know, hip-hop. to the hip the hip-hop. You don't stop. That was like, you know, but before that, it was in the park. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we used to do it out in the park. But then when that record came out, the whole game got changed. You know what I'm saying? I never knew that I was going to be become one of the hip-hop icons and you know I'm, I really didn't even I thought that I didn't even think about it you know what I'm saying yeah, no I used to sit around listening to Melly Mel Grandmaster Flash and never knowing that my name would be mentioned in the same sentences as these folks that I looked up to you know what I'm saying that's funny too because speaking speaking of which we just spoke to a different Grandmaster your fellow your, heathen your fellow heathen just, we <laughs> yeah. just got off the phone my heathen brother <laughs> <laughs> look and he's the reason for that record he wrote that no doubt uh, yo we just went through that's that conversation his, that's his writing and all of that you know what I'm saying Kaz nice. is nice so you I mean, Rapper's Delight you said that's the first thing that, that you remember what got you when when did you first start writing when I started I used to write I used to be off the top of my head on the benches Damn. you know what I'm saying me Shantae and us we used to be out on the benches in Queensbridge and I was like you know one of the top off the heads and so when Shantae made her record I was like hold up wait a minute wait a minute now <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's my baby sister in rhyming now huh? you know but she made a record and if it wasn't for her I wouldn't really have a career you know what I'm saying because when she wow, was hot Roxanne big. Roxanne she took me off the benches and took me around the world with her you know, I was singing Molly Scratch. It wasn't even a record yet. It was six months into me singing that before that even came out to be a record. Damn. I was singing that around the country, just getting up my skills. Man, so so what was Early Sham doing, man? You said you was on the benches, but you used to go off the top. Were you like, were you known like in your hood as like the a freestyle cat? Did y'all used to battle? Yep. What were you doing? Freestyling, we used to freestyle, and that's what freestyling was. We it was battling. You know what I'm saying? You would say something, and I would take what you said, flip it back on you, and you know, make it, make it, make the words stick. You know. But then it was like, okay, now how am I gonna get Molly to notice me? How am I gonna get him to notice? You know, my skill. So what I did was, I said, I got it. I'm gonna make a record about him. How you gonna deny me? You yeah, know what I'm that's saying? a good point. So I made Molly scratch. And Molly Scratch became my Monica signature song in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? That was like two years before the bridge even came out. about the juice crew man because you know a lot of people nowadays man you got crews everywhere man and there's been lots of crews through the 90s you know on through today man but the juice crew is to me man that's probably one of the I mean I know one you have yeah, yeah you had yeah, man how did that get started yeah, man we, well it was a juice crew before us the Sal and the Fever crew Melly Mel and them you know what I'm saying no uh, Houdini and them they was a, another fraction of the juice crew before we were the juice crew you know what I'm saying and oh. that was Sal Abatello and the Fever crew Damn. but we so were the ones that, that made it on the record and became worldwide known as the juice crew Wow. Man, so who's the who's the original who put the juice crew together in its first place? Well, see, Tyrone and Mr. Magic, they were down with Sal Abatello anyway. Okay. So when it came a chance to make this new juice crew with us, they took that opportunity and we took over from where the last juice crew took over. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they were doing it in the clubs and whatnot, but when it came time for records making, record making we were the ones that picked up the torch and ran with that. Man. So wow. if don't ever let nobody wow. tell you that we was the first juice crew because that would be a fabricated story. There was other juice crew before us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man. Love Bug Starsky. Sure. And those cats. Damn, dude. That's, wow. Yeah. See, I didn't realize it was about like, the... Was Curtis Blow in it originally? 
Uh, Curtis Blow was down. Yep, okay. Curtis was down. Okay, okay. He was down with the Fever Crew and all that. Wow. Curtis was down. So the so the foundation was laid, and by the time you know you guys got down, it was the names that we all know and love from the Juice Crew: mm-hmm. MC right. Shan, Biz Marquis, right. Big Daddy Crank Kane, Molly Marl, Cool right. G Rap, right. Master yeah. Ace, everybody. Yeah. And Tragedy yeah, Gaddafi, we, who's we, still rhyming. I don't know how the fuck he, this guy, man. Yeah, yeah, when did Tragedy come in, by the way? I know that's, I mean, I know he... he was tragedy was just a little young kid. That's crazy. He was, was a young say. kid in the neighborhood when he made a tragedy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was just a young kid. Tragedy won't happen to me. Now your brother's in brain surgery. Yes, your brother's rich. He's a Tragedy didn't didn't become part of the Juice Crew like the rest of. I mean, Tragedy was in the Juice Crew before Craig G. Wow, that's crazy. But what happened with Tragedy is he went to jail and had to serve a couple of years in jail, mm. and so he's sitting in jail looking at you know what's going on, and you know he's feeling it like, dang, I could have been part of that. I could have been part of that. But you're still part of that. You dig what I'm saying? No doubt. But he just had a misfortune, you know, just because of what was going on in his family life and what was going on. He just so happened to went to jail. Okay. And so while we were blowing up big in the streets, he was in jail serving his time at a young, young age. When he sounded like the tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, that was crazy. So... Let's talk about let's talk about the bridge. You already mentioned it, man. And let's talk about the rivalry that that song sparked because there was a B side to it, and you were going at somebody else. But then LL Cool J, LL yes, Cool J. Now let's get to the LL Cool J thing first. Okay, let's do that. It, it, it comes before the bridge. Okay, the LL Cool J thing. You hear the song "Rock the Bells." Yep. Mm-hmm. You was to make rock the bells with Molly Scratch. Boom, 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 Back, back when hip-hop was hip-hop, yeah. mm-hmm. instead of this rap music that we got, yeah. you wouldn't say another person's phrase. If you wrote down something that sounded close to an LL line or a Tila Rock line, you would change it because we had morals about ourselves. Yes. You didn't want to be called a biter. A yes. biter was the worst thing that you could be in this game. But I took it to the next level. Don't even take my beat. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We was making our own beats and all of that. So he one day LL we was on tour, the Jerry Fryson tour in Ohio. LL called me up to his room and like, yo, Shan, listen to this new joint. But me and my egotistical, I ain't paying him no mind. He was playing me Rock the Bells, which he stole my beat. We was on tour. So I guess he liked that beat so much that he went and made Rock the Bells with it. And he was, you know, trying to show it to me at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, listen to my new joint, Rock the Bells. I didn't pay attention that it was my beat because, you know, that egotistical thing that we was on as Mm -hmm. young rap artists. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Then when I figured it out that that was my beat, that's when I made Beat Fighter. But he never made a response to me. And if you notice, if you watch any of those beef CDs, mm-hmm. when they get to LL, they they just totally disregard me. They started out from Cool Mo D on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he they never responded. Yeah, so he so- never responded. And let me tell you how he tried to respond. He well, one night we were in the Red Parrot when the Red Parrot was open, and we had a show in Syracuse the very next day. LL, you know, he got his little cockiness on, and mm-hmm. he was he like, yo, Shin, you better not show up in Syracuse. You better not show up in Syracuse. <laughs> not only did I show up in Syracuse, <laughs> but I rocked you so bad <laughs> that you never got off stage. 
Oh Damn, wow! Man. And so what? So he, he wasn't was he wasn't was kissing his Molly, fingers. I had I had <laughs> Molly cutting back and forth. Rock the bell, Molly scratch with the you know with the beat pop. And I went to the went to the uh, wow. turntable, took his record off the thing, and I snapped it. And when Damn. I snapped his record, the mic was in my hand. And when it snapped, the crowd went crazy. Oh, damn. <laughs> and this is a true story. I believe true it. True story. And, and to this day, me and, me and Cut Creator still be, you know what I'm saying, making jokes at each other about this damn. one. <laughs> He'll be saying, Shan's about to tell you a lie. I'll be like, you know, it ain't no lie. <laughs> you know? So did LL Cool J make that beat? Did he make the beat or did somebody make it for him? Would he ever... It didn't matter. Okay. Nobody took it that far. You was rhyming on it. Right. That's true. <laughs> you know he chose to use it. Right. You was rhyming on it, and you was on tour with me and heard it. That's <laughs> crazy. Know? Have you it's have you talked call. to him since? Yeah, me and L is cool. Okay. Me and L is cool, but LL every time LL used to get around me, he used to try and intimidate me with his size. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he used to always be on some trying to intimidate little old skinny shit, but oh. he knew that wasn't working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so I, I want to get to the A side, but just a quick thing about the biting man. What do you think about all the cats nowadays though that borrow lines from you know cats from your times or borrow back from the '90s? Is that whack to you? In the same instance, they don't like to pay credit and homage to the forefathers that they got it from. They try and act like that's their line. Yeah, and just because yeah. these young cats ain't up on what, you know, ain't up on that, it, to them, that's their line. Mm -hmm. That's their thing. You Damn. know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like Jay-Z, if you ain't nobody till Jay-Z take your stuff, Jay-Z took my joint for that, what you call it? You know that joint. Where he said, See, it started out in the park. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah. I think, I think he was doing it. I think, I think the thing that happened was, this is my, 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 my opinion is like I think that he was doing it to pay homage, and then it got yeah, out of fucking he, control. What with Jay? Like everybody else didn't. Like everybody else started doing it, and it, I feel like it got taken out of control. Like 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 they don't realize that he was paying homage, and then now they're going back. Like, well, if he can steal lines, we can steal lines too. And now it's like out of oh, fucking norm. It's a virus. Way before that, this Did it? started yeah. way before that. And now let me tell you how it started. At least in my eyes, okay, we would no artist in history get a cover until Snoop paid homage to Biz. Hmm. To not a rap artist in history has rapist. made a cover oh. of another person's rap song until Snoop did the Biz joint. Didn't he do? Didn't he do? Lottie Lottie Dottie Dottie. Before that? Yeah, he did that also, but yeah, Va like, I think Vapors uh -oh. was first. Was it? No, okay. no, no yeah, well, he was did, on... well, whatever. Snoop yeah. started the trend. You got it. You know what? Your peep this, Lottie Dottie. We like the party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some men that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. For all of y'all, keeping y'all in hell. Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy conditioning, which we create. Cause that's our mission. So listen close. What we say but it was mistooken. See, Snoop is from my era. We would never bite. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And when he did that, it just changed the trend mm. of just a little bit. Oh, it's okay to do that. And that's cool. Yeah, because like cause soon I after, know where his heart was. Yeah. Right. Soon after, Daz did the same thing. Nine at the mor nine in the morning is at, at my, my door. door. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit. He, I mean, that was a straight up iced tea line. But Snoop like, was stuff. yeah. But Snoop was paying the ultimate respect but I think right. you're right Shan I think after that it, it yeah. turned into some other yeah. and now that's it's like point. if people don't recognize it then oh they're gonna think that's me that's yeah, my right. bars that's right. crazy and that, that's so deep right. that's so deep within hip hop to the point where you know even your contemporary and your rival I know you guys have passed it up since then and we're gonna get to the A side well, in a minute yes sir yeah yeah but I was gonna say Man, Chris is cool so cool I, I know, what do you I, mean I know you are I'm talking. <laughs> we, we go do shows together, and when he's on on his set, guess who comes walking out when he starts singing that Bridges Over show? Bada bing! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No he doubt. Starts singing that. Guess oh, who yeah. walks out on stage? You, you come out with kill that noise. Show, no doubt. We no, I don't come out with that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm actually, I actually hype man him on that song. Oh shit! You dig what I'm saying? I feel because you. the crowd just doesn't expect that. Mm. They don't expect that Shan gonna come out and hype man his song when he doing that talking about me. 
That's true. That's though. just showing the respect that we have for each other. Of course. And showing the crowd that regardless of what, what y'all see on record and hear on record, there's no personal beef between us. It's all love. And so that really trips the crowd out. That's dope. These cats nowadays, especially the kids, they're not used to it. They're not used to seeing two dudes that was rivals get on stage and... You know what I'm saying? And bang it out together. They're not they're not used to that, man. Nowadays it's like Yeah, nobody's if, expecting yeah, 50 and Ja Rule to exactly. do a record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit would not happen because of the, just how the game had changed. Sure. And so it, that just shows how rivalries was different back then and cats like you and L. Like you snapped this record. You uh, people would what if you did that shit to an artist nowadays? They, oh man, they're gonna try to see you, you. you break Instagram. Yeah. So it's a it's a different different time, man. But that's that's dope. Let's bring it to the bridge and how that got started. Please do. Well, that got started. That got started because we had a, a festival in Queensbridge Park. Mm-hmm. Me and Molly just got off of a show. We was up the whole night thinking about what we could do for this. Let's make something classic. Mm-hmm. Let's make something classic for the show we got in the park. So the bridge, we made the bridge that morning. It was no disrespect to nobody else's place or Damn. whatever the hell. No, hold on, Shane. I don't even. I just. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but we just got done. We listened to it. We rewound that part a few times, and it's in that first. It's in those first few bars. And to me, that's where they—that's what they took exception to, right? About yeah. yeah. We're gonna tell you a little story about where they come from. Yeah, yeah. And I—I kind of feel where they was coming from, man. I'm just saying, I can see why they felt why they felt some kind of way about it. It's a dope bracket, man. The why bridges. Would they feel, why would they feel some kind I, of way I about think it, it when I'm saying? I'm going to tell you a little story about where they come from. Uh, y'all are from the Bronx, but this is how it happened out here in the, the bridge. bridge. And, you yeah, understand? But it's the Bronx. You know the Bronx got a... That's the part of, that they're missing, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm with right, Shan now because I, I didn't even right think now. about that's that too much. To, that's why I had to reiterate it for him. Yep. We're going to tell you a little story about where they come from. The, 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 the bridge. It's it the word the they. And if you don't yeah, if you don't pick up on the word they, yeah. it comes off totally different. But the they is you right. That's the key part of it. But I see how well. No, the thing the, the thing is the line that everybody will go over and over with is the one where you say you know where it got all started way back when the monument is right in your face. Sit and listen for a while to the name of the place. The part before and that's that, how it got started. Back that's where, where the we, beef back got. Where we that's from. where the beef came from. But if you missed that first, if you missed that first innuendo yep. that says how it started, where they come they, from, yeah. you it's possible that you can you could take it out I'm of context. Saying. Absolutely. Yep. So that's clearly what happened. I don't understand why Chris would jump on that because he's from Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) I think think Chris is an opportunist. Yeah. Exactly. 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 I I think your little sister was an opportunist too at one point. Yeah. Exactly she was. And I'm glad she was. Yeah, I'm glad too. If it wasn't for her, like I said, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad too. the, The battle between me and Chris at that point Hip-hop was stagnant, didn't know where to go. It was mm-hmm. just dormant. You dig what I'm saying? No doubt. Everybody was just doing records, doing records, and it was being criticized by the powers that be. Hip-hop ain't a talent. Hip-hop is not an art. Mm. And this is why I came with Play It Again, Shan. Hip-hop was getting so much criticism from the powers that be that it's not a it's not an art form. It's not this. Y'all just taking and sampling people's records and mm. blah, blah, blah. So if you were to listen to play it again, Shan, you hear songs that ain't a hip hop record as house. You mm-hmm. hear different kind of things because I was trying to prove to the powers that be that yes, we do have talent and we are art form and we're gonna keep doing what we do. No doubt. People didn't know that about that point, that era in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Where where yeah, I'm gonna take the flack for making that uh play it again, Shan Allen. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't on some straight hardcore hip hop like you known me to be before that album came out. No, but, but you was trying to go at point, the critics. I hear you. 
Right. The yeah. critics who were talking about this art form that we made, don't tell us about what we made and what it is and you, just because you don't understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. We were like the news reporters for the hood. Yeah, you were like, this This is ours right here. <laughs> right. And we the news reporters for the hood. This is what's going on in the hood. Since none of y'all want to report it on the news, Richard Luke got killed in the projects by the police. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. We were basically reporting what was going on in our hood. No doubt. No doubt, man. And, so- with, and with the bridge, Chris was an opportunist. And that back then... You couldn't be mad because that's what hip hop was about, being a gladiator, being somebody that's going to take and listen to the next man record and say, I don't like that. And I'm going to say something about it. Man, so do you and you and Chris sit back and laugh nowadays, man? Like, I know y'all. Well, we see each other every time. We have a bunch of fun. Okay. Well, he, he was an opportunity. You were an opportunist, too. I'm going to bring up something that a lot yeah. of people don't realize. You worked with Snow. Yeah. Uninformer. Right. A lot of a lot of people don't realize that you were on that joint. I think we realized it at the time. That I produced that album. Come on, man! I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. I produced that album. You still Dang, stay in contact with that him? Album. Yeah, I still stay in contact with Snow DKO. Yeah. I overcome is that one hit wonder signature that he has. Right. No doubt. You know, when people label you with a moniker, you, you've got to overcome that. You can't start thinking about that when you do your music. you got to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? For you sure. wrote that great hit that was a hit that nobody's going uh, to surpass. You dig what I'm saying? Of course. Definitely. That record was selling better than Elvis Presley's records when it was hot. Crazy. It man. was number one in seven countries at one time. Damn. Elvis Presley never did that. It, yeah, I mean, Snow, that shit was big, man. I mean, when it first That's came huge. out, I thought it was the dude from Color Me Bad with glasses on. That's what rapping. I thought, too. I swear to God. Him. I was yeah. like, man, what is this dude doing spitting? Yep. But then I started listening. I'm like, oh, wow, this cat got some... He was straight out of Canada. Yeah, straight from Canada. I was going... Listen, this is the best thing that weed ever did for me. I was going to the weed spot. <laughs> and his DJ approached me and said, yo, I got a white guy from Canada that does reggae. I looked at him and said, man, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I brushed him off. Right. But next week, snow came down. When I heard him do that, we went directly to my house and started working on it. You know, I know me, I'll blame. I keep on going down. We started working on that immediately. Damn. You're the only person that can say it like that. I can't say it. I no, and I heard, and I heard low key. I heard Snow is one of the coolest motherfuckers ever. I, I read that. Yeah. I heard he was like, you know, people. You know, there's always a stigma with white artists. People think that they just some. You know, record industry creation, right? To kind of carve Snow into. A, uh, he's a creation from the ghetto. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Snow, I would walk in any hood with Snow <laughs> before I walk in any hood with some cats that I grew up with. Damn, and this wow. is a true story. Yeah. Me and Snow has gotten into bar bars all over the country. We <laughs> have crazy. a big. They banned us from the Palladium. The real Palladium was open in New York. Oh, the no, New York the one. Palladium okay. in New York, the one that's closed now. Okay. We got banned because we were in there one night, and before we went, the manager was like, "No trouble," because we used to get in trouble a lot. <laughs> the manager was like, "No trouble, no trouble." <laughs> so what happens? We go to Palladium, and some dude tries to play. No, we had a big brawl in the Palladium. That's, that's crazy. A, that's man. a Queens thing. I think it's in y'all blood, man. Yeah, man. That's we always hear the mob these stories and shit. Queen. So did he just did he just in a roundabout way give Drake some like street cred? No, oh no, <laughs> he's from. Canada. I listen, they from the same place. I can't take nothing away oh, from Drake up? because, like he said, he's a singer and he went at me. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you know true. That's true. Hey, that's a good point. Going back to the battle shit, that's a great point. No doubt. Yeah, Shane, we might have to get you back on one day to talk about absolutely the, the plague that is ghostwriting. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a the art. Whoever's doing the writing. You deserve more credit than what you get. get on? You know why? Because the, the artists that they writing it for are scared. 
because if they start writing and doing their own stuff, mm-hmm. then they might just take over for them. You know what I'm saying? That's, yep. that's, that's what a lot of these new artists, that's why you see these, the hype men. They be, it's, like, it's like a corporation now. The hype man becomes the next guy in line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like all of a sudden you see the hype man. Now everybody's thinking hype man about to come out with an album. It's <laughs> like you moving up in a CEO's position around here now. Damn, it ain't man. about, oh, you nice with your rhymes or you nice with the skill or you got stage presence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you've been down long enough. You can move up and you can make a record too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can you, That's how it is. Can you be on our panel, Shen? Oh, man. Yeah, I can be on the panel. We're, we're, I'm, I'm we're creating a panel. 100. We're creating a, a keep it real panel, basically, of hip-hop communism. Hell if you're not nice, we're going to call it, you out. For real. Right, and that's what a, the artists don't like that. You'll Breach. never play the Spectrum in Philly. You'll never play this place, <laughs> that place. You'll never play in the places that I, because they don't allow the genre to do that anymore. The insurance is too high. Mm, man. The music nowadays doesn't have a message in it. All it's about is sipping lean and getting high, getting fucked up, being a drug dealer, shooting people, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing positive in it. And there's a lot of positive rap music that's out here. Mm -hmm. But guess what? The powers that be are want to keep the people's minds screwed up. And so they're going to keep pumping the negative stuff. That's going to hold these kids down. They're not going to prosper. They're not going to go to school, be a good black lawyer, good black teacher, none of that. They're not going to do that. Oh, man. That's all. No, 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 no. You're talking about that. You're whack. You know what I'm saying? That's that's definitely how the the game went. music is about now. What do you got going on right now? Right now, I got a new joint out called Gritty. I sent it to Mm y'all because I didn't want y'all to play none of that old nostalgic because, I mean... We I'm love doing the old what nostalgic, I'm doing but... for my legacy. I'm not doing it to try and sell a million copies. I'm doing it for my legacy because the internet is going to last forever. Mm. Where can the people catch up with you, man? Throw out your, your website, your Twitter, if you got it. I, I got Twitter. I mean, I got Twitter, MC underscore Shan. And then I got my my, uh, my Instagram, which you can just see into my personal life and see that I'm just real all day. MC Shan <laughs> with the number one on Instagram. All right, man. Love it. That's bro. what's up. Shane, we got to catch up with you again very soon, man. Yes, man, because you was hitting Listen, on some territory there. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got, got the, the number, number man. Do what you do. My number ain't going to change. Like I said, I'm an old man now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just turned 50. My number ain't changed in five years. You can tell when you're a person of a certain age because your phone number don't change. <laughs> appreciate your time, my dude. I'm going to page you, dog. I yeah. appreciate y'all for having me. You know what I'm saying? All so right. listen, whenever y'all want me, just holler at me. Believe me, I'm going to keep it 100. All Damn, right, man. We'll do that. Respect. All right, Shan. Peace. All right, peace. Appreciate right. y'all. Okay. Yeah, he, he was ran. fucking great. He was, dude. Oh he ran a half hour. Now, for every dollar earned for me, for y'all, that's a dollar loss. And what good is your ice when it's a motherfucking holocaust? About to kill every last nigga I hear. Holla floor. Pissing on your windshield every time you pop that fucking floor. Stick up kids and got your son. Whoops, you done took a law for telling where you hit this shit. Roundabout, what it costs. Fucking yeah, head, your pants is tight. You don't want to rip, put it on your shiesty ass Just cause you be looking shit Niggas say I'm overdue, so fuck it I'ma pay the shit I'ma do the dishes, wash the windows And the way the shit you heard me Down and dirty is the only way I write my songs When you put them on, makes you wanna say this shit Respect it, rap, nigga, nigga Since you was a knee-high If it wasn't for some other niggas Spit your throat will be dry Grimy, so I spit the grittiest shit Motherfuck who y'all be Cause all my niggas from QB doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter how you come, cause your clown niggas still can't fuck with me. Here to represent my town, this is how I put it down. QT, and I still keep my shit great. Doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter how you come, cause your clown niggas still can't fuck with me. Here to represent my town, this is how I put it down. QT, and I still keep my shit great. Doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter how you come, cause your clown Yo, yo, what do you think of that, man? My man was dropping all kinds of inside knowledge, man. I didn't know that uh, LL Cool J, man, that was props to Mola One for digging that up. 
the LL Cool J rocked the. But I didn't know that there was a beef thing uh, back in the day. Um, and man, he was not happy about old dude. He was like, "You can." There's one thing when you bite rhymes. I'm going beats too, bitch. <laughs> to like defending the artistry of hip hop was amazing. And oh, dude, the talk about uh, tragedy, Gaddafi, man. The, rest in peace, by the way. Uh, he recently passed, man. Uh, tragedy was the man, dude. Crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, fantastic interview, man. I'm so pumped. I'm happy to share that with you guys. I hope you had f- as much fun listening to it uh, as we did uh, recording it, man. Because insane, dude. Insane. Yo, man, we're going to keep this thing going, man. Let's get to some more music, man. Uh, episode 91. This is Mark Battles. The name of the song's called Yellow Tape, man. Feeling this one. Dude's going a yeah. different route with it. I love the sound, man. This is what hip-hop's yeah. all about, man. Let's keep it moving. Keep it evolving. Stay relevant. Make Just some music. Beats, rhymes, creativity, baby. Just episode 91, live from the basement. That's a 317, man. Mark Battles, man. Check him out on Twitter. I'm sending you guys a Twitter, man, because it's the easiest one to get to, and then you can get all of their info there uh, because everybody does their own damn thing. You know what I'm saying? So check him out on Twitter at Mark Battles uh, 317. All one word and numbers. Mark Battles 317. Check the dude out. Fire. Fire. Yellow tape, dude. Man. What else is going on? I don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, man. I just wanted to spin music. I got a new one by Royce. I don't know how new this is. Let me check real quick. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Because I I have never heard this. We just get stuff, man. Either it's stuff that I find browsing, looking around. It's stuff that gets suggested. At this point, man, we've been following so many people and got so many lists of people up on us on our shit that uh, 
It's nonstop. This is brand new. Good. Yo, check it out, man. It's Royce the Five Nine. The name of the song is called "I Don't Age." Let's get this. You know where to get it. Gonna go Live Mama from the basement. Papa wanted cocaine. Papa smoking pot over the pot over the stove flame. Dollar short from acquiring no change. Started out with no shame. To ride around in Mosaine. Talents I feel no pain. Cotton mouth with thoughts who got the code names. I remember nodding out too high just watching Soul Train. Now I'm yachting out the boat brain. Hundred thousand dollar gold chain. Wife and got too pricey for a Cadillac. Too icy to be fighting. Too godly for a battle rap. Too nice to be in ciphers. Too deep for moderation. Too free for exoneration. We're seeking validation. Young black receiving salutations. Product on a dope game. Mama wanted no pain. Papa wanted cocaine. Papa smoking pot over the pot over the stove flame. Flyer than the sky, I am the pilot of the soul plane. Rider of the pyro, I was a rider way before fame. All y'all do is cyber. I come from the bottom, right by the soil where the rose came. I'm too private to try to expose lanes. And I'm too violent to be riding with those things. I'm too shady to be neutral, these artists try to divide us. If I go Kendrick Lamar, the world gon' watch the control change. I'm way too vicious to ask for my respect. I'm way too Michelin for the dissing, man, listen Even minding my business, I deal with entire sets Always on time to connect, like the IRS Product of the dope game, nostril full of cocaine Violence over dying over war games Die here and get choke lames, die here and get choke chains Divide you in the foe main, side means your whole frame How can I be washed? I'm having shooter rival thoughts Suicidal thoughts, I should be writing these rhymes in a diary of Cobain Beat him till his Bible lost, beat him till he dies And then beat his body till we re- them and then this post came Where I come from, I tell the jokes and you the joke Where I come from, I sell the dope, you do the dope My brethren, I'm not a legend, I'm not a vet Do not address me a second, I'm the best You niggas already sleeping, I'd rather stay woke They say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat I went from straight pole to shopping malls and rapes Blowing gray smoke, dialed in like conference cars Strapped up like Waco, playing ho, friend of foe Lost friends like Ross in Ray Joe, in a row Big bro is a criminal, give you L's, give me O's The only thing that looks good on paper to me is Benji's hoe My sobriety's been more faithful to me than these O's Never compromising my intellect for the internet Just in these goals, in the rows How the fuck is Nickel 9 and Yes Man when 24-7 I stay in the know For I hold a grudge, I take a flight to Paris For I spill blood, I drink a pint of theirs I don't age Live from the basement. A man said, They say you are what you eat. I never ate goat. Episode 91. From the live basement. English, motherfucker.